We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Put him in the hole. Put him in the hole of fame. Parkinson Spiegel to the wreck. Killed it in a foul. We're going to crank it up nonstop. Bears. Gabe Ramirez, Mark Shanowski here on 670 The Score. We're filling in for Parkinson Spiegel. It's like our blind date, man. Hopefully I'm treating you right. Yeah, I feel so bad for Danny. He was telling the story on social media about his travels. He yeah. went down to Florida. Man, he got caught in that whole mess. Losing the Airbnb money. He'll be all right. He makes enough. He'll be good. Yeah, but you, you, <laughs> you think, no, think about your little son that wants to go to Florida. Oh, yeah. Daddy, how come we're not going? I mean, that that's the worst. That, son, as a parent, that that's the worst thing yeah. I have to do. Hey, son, we're in Wisconsin, Dells. So we're going to be all right. <laughs> Get a couple water slides. In late December. That's that's a lot <laughs> yeah. of fun. Yeah. Kalahari Resorts or something <laughs> like that. Um, all right. Uh, we get the opportunity to hang out for a little bit over half an hour. So we still got some bulls to talk about. But right now, we get an opportunity to discuss our Chicago Bears. And joining us right now on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline, Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. He is our guy covering the Chicago Bears. Of course, I'm talking about none other than Chris Emma. Chris, what's up, man? Gabe and Mark, how are you? You know. Great, Chris. We're on a blind date right now. I think it's yeah. going good. But, you know, you get to break it up. The awkward conversation <laughs> in between each other, you get to break up this whole thing. So uh, what's going on with our Chicago Bears, man? Back to work Wednesday for the Bears. They got out to the practice field inside the Walter Payton Center today, uh, preparing for the Lions. And, of course, an indoor battle in Ford Field following Saturday's frigid game and going through the conditions. And you get a chance now to face a porous defense that the Lions have. They are 7-8, and eight and they are still in contention for the postseason. But if you're the Bears and you're looking toward improvement, uh, you got a chance now to do it against this Lions defense. But... We'll get to that. The, the story to me today, as we're going to get to here, is Tevin Jenkins returning from that frightening neck injury he suffered two weeks ago. Uh, he missed, of course, last Saturday's game against the Bills. He wasn't quite ready to return, but he feels really fortunate. Uh, it was a scary scene in that game against the Eagles early in the contest when he went down and he was not moving, and they had to stabilize him on a cart, uh, take him off for observation, it was a really scary ordeal for everybody watching and from Tevin's perspective, too. Uh, so now he's back out of practice. He was a full participant, said he intends to play Sunday's game in Detroit. Here is Tevin Jenkins on the frightening experience with his neck injury. Uh, I feel pretty good. I mean, uh, what happened in the game, you know, that could have been a lot worse than it was. And, I mean, a lot of things had to happen because it's precautionary because I had neck pain going on. But um, ultimately, right now, I'm feeling a lot better than when it happened. Tevin, you see... If you watch football, you see scenes like that in a game where somebody's down and the whole team's coming out. Things like that. Did you? Did you ever think that would be you? Uh, never. 
Like I said, I never imagined myself to be injured like that, and especially uh, getting called golf at all anytime. Anytime I can, I really try to get off the field if I'm like hurt or injured. And I mean, that was one of those instances where they tried to, they told me to stay down because it was a neck injury. They had to keep it like stable and everything. How scary was that? Uh, very, because I never uh, never imagined myself like that. But uh, I get to, I did get to see how many like uh, ceilings that day. I mean, it was just the whole the whole day. I was up on the field. I was just looking at the whole time. So it was like, so it was a fun like experience. So. When in that day did you know you were okay? Like you're, or maybe the next day when you knew you were going to be all right? Uh, I would say probably around like uh, 3, 4 o'clock-ish that day because I was talking to all the doctors and getting all my scans and getting all my tests. And then they let me get into like a softer collar and like let me try to get my mobility in my neck back and uh, basically try to see if I can act normal and all that. So something like this make you like reevaluate playing football at all? Uh, never. never. I mean, this is part of my job. I mean, I love football and that's just uh, part of it. Scary stuff right there for Tevin Jenkins. I mean, you love his answer at the very yeah. end, right? I mean, he, he said it without question. But, you know, Mark, we've seen some scary moments from the Chicago Bears over the years, you know, uh, seeing uh, guys, you know, get on the field, knowing that they're not going to play again. Uh, what were your thoughts in, in seeing something like that, especially with such a big guy like Tevin Jenkins? Well, remember at the start of the season, there was questions about his health and about his future with the Bears, a lot of trade speculation. And he's come along to establish himself as a guy that could be someone that they rely upon in that offensive line in the future. We had Corey Wooten on earlier in the show, and we asked him about what should they do with the offensive line. And he's got Tevin penciled in as the starter locked in. At, at right guard for, for next season. So he's a guy that you know was drafted in the second round, a guy they thought a lot of. So hopefully he can be a foundation piece for this offensive line. But but Chris, when you when you talk about the Bears, really, it's it's all about number one, Justin Fields. He didn't finish the game against Buffalo. What's uh, his status going into the game in Detroit on Sunday? Yeah, Justin Fields taken out kind of for precaution in that final drive. You saw Nathan Peterman step in, throw the pick in that final play for the Bears offensively. Fields had his foot stepped on, and after the game, he said he was really struggling to bear weight on that foot. In addition to issues with that left shoulder that popped up with the injury in late November, that game in Atlanta. Uh, he was a full participant today, as he expected. Uh, said he's good to go for Sunday's game in Detroit. And Matt Eberflus, we heard Monday, when asked, do you have any plans to shut down Justin Fields? Said absolutely not. Uh, so here's Justin Fields detailing his own health and where he stands. It's fine. Yeah. Feeling good, yeah. There were like no residual effects or anything after the game the past couple days? I mean, it was just swollen for a couple of days, but bleeding a little bit, but it's fine. Talk about the shoulder, your, your left shoulder after the Bills game. I think it was the first time it come up in a while, at least in our conversations. How much has that affected you? What has been the lingering effect of it? Um, hasn't affected me much. I mean, you know, throwing-wise, I felt fine, you know, after the incident happened. I think the biggest thing with it is just spreading full speed and be able to, being able to use that arm to produce more power with, with uh, running. So, But other than that, it's been fine. Is it always in pain? To some um, it just depends, like, you know, like that uh, play on the sideline, it, you know, it just aggravated it a little bit. So, um, but usually, like, during the games, it's it's no pain. I'll tell you what, when you talk about toughness, you don't have to question yeah. Justin Fields. I mean, <laughs> we can talk about his completion percentage, his ability to make secondary reads, but toughness, no questions there. Yeah, Kristen, I'm sure he didn't think he was going to be talking about his toe for a couple of questions there and how much, you know, he's just like, dude, guys, it's my toe. I'm a football player. Get me back out on the field. I'm ready to play. Yeah, Gabe, you know, I, I do appreciate, you know, you've heard from so many athletes who 
asked about their health, we'll just generalize or kind of brush it off. I like that Justin Fields gets very specific, and he'll tell you what he's going through. And like Mark said, you can never really question this guy's toughness. Yeah, and so, I mean, Fields, obviously, in his own right, he has an idea of what he wants to accomplish in these last two games, right? Yeah, so Justin Fields, obviously, as we said, full go. He's going to play on Sunday. Matt Eberflus and the Bears deciding not to shut down Fields for, for these final two games. And the reason why is because they see a chance to improve. And what we talked about before is facing the bottom two defenses in, ter- in terms of opponents' yardage. And the Lions first on Sunday and then the Vikings in that season finale. It's a chance for Fields to kind of finish this season on a strong note. He was asked today, aside from winning, what do you hope to do in these final two games? Here's what Justin Fields had to say. Um, just improvement in the things that we need to work on um, and really just, you know, playing mistake-free uh, ball and finishing in, you know, certain situations, you know, two-minute, uh, you know, executing in the goal zone. And, uh, you know, Coach talked to today about sudden change when the defense might get a takeaway. You know, the offense has to get on the field and score seven. So, um, you know, just, just, just small situations like that. Away from the first game against the Lions defense, they can. Yeah, I mean, they they definitely play with the high motor. Um, you know, I think just their whole culture over there is just you know playing hard, playing tough. So, um, you know, they're good players over there. They play hard, play tough. So, uh, should be a good matchup. You know, uh, this week. How beneficial do you think it is? I mean, you've already seen a division opponent twice in Green Bay, and you'll get the chance. Detroit and Minnesota to end the season to be able to gauge yourself and your progress on what happened the first time around versus the second time. Yeah, I mean, you just have to you know go back at game, go back to game one and see you know what they did well against us, what they think you know is going to work against us, and you know just try to find answers for that. Um, so just the stuff that they did in the first game with you know the coverages, the pressures that they brought, you know the stuff that ended up working for them, you know they're most likely going to you know come back and try to do the same thing. So just finding you know answers for that stuff. That was a great question, Chris. That last one about um, you know facing an opponent for the second time. Who 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 was the one that asked that one? It's our teammate up the dial, uh, Courtney Cronin. She's a fantastic. I, I like that question. I, I like that answer too. In terms of Justin Fields addressing, like it's a litmus test in a way. Especially you think about it, probably look ahead in that Vikings game in Week 18, and you got an opportunity to look back Week Five, I believe it was in Minneapolis. The chance to really display the progress that you've made and do it against the defense, as we talked about, giving up a lot of passing yards, giving up a lot to opposing quarterbacks. Uh, it's one step at a time. The Lions come up first, but yeah, it, these divisional games mean a lot to the Bears, and it means a lot to Justin Fields in terms of showing what he can do and the progress he's made throughout this season. Talking to Chris Emma right here on 670, the score, Gabe Ramirez, Mark Schanowski, filling in for Parkins and Spiegel. Mark, I, I, I'm curious what you think about this particular game. We've seen the growth of Justin Fields. We still feel like he's an unfinished product. And you've seen a guy in Jared Goff really playing well these last couple of games, put up over 300 yards um, just last week. Will Justin Fields be the best quarterback on the field Sunday when they take on the Lions? Well, I think just in terms of raw physical ability, there's no question about it. We mentioned his physical traits earlier, about 6'3", 220 pounds. He's got the rocket arm. Jared Goff was basically given up on by the Rams in the Matt Stafford trade. They got a bunch of draft picks for exchanging those quarterbacks. Goff has done a really good job this season, though. He's kind of rejuvenated his career. As you mentioned, the Lions offense has been one of the best in the NFL all season long, scoring a ton of points. So Goff has got more NFL experience than Fields. He most likely will will put up more points because they have better offensive weapons around him. But uh, down the road, 
I'd take Justin Fields yeah. any day, any day over exactly Jared Goff. Right there. Hey, Chris, you know, obviously the Bears have played just about every young guy on the roster because of all the injuries. You know, they've guys have been forced into duty that maybe they didn't aren't really ready for. What what can we see in these last couple of games? Are there any young guys left to, to maybe take a look at and see if they can be pieces for the future? Yeah, Matt Eberflus today in his kind of opening statement said, look, we're, we're going to get guys out there that you haven't seen much. We're going to mix things up a little bit. And Brad Biggs, our uh, teammate with the Tribune, kind of came out curious and said, how many different combinations can there be? It feels like you've played almost everybody to this point. And Eberflus, uh, he kind of gave an example here. As, uh, so you mentioned Justin Jones, for example. Here's Matt Eberflus on kind of the possible, possible changes and the different combinations you could see these final two games. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you're at where our roster is right now at the end of the year, you know, we got a lot of guys on IR, so the combinations really aren't that many that you can do. Um, but uh, certainly we're going to move guys around a little bit, you know, potentially offensive line, defensive line, but it's not any big shift. You know, for example, we might look at, uh, you know, Justin Jones might be a three technique. We might put him out at end, you know, so that's, a, that's an example that we might have. Um, we've talked about doing that before. Um, so just a couple things like that. Yeah, they talked about that earlier in the season, wanting to move Jones to the edge just to see if they can get a little bit more pass rush. They felt like he's able to play the run well and get and has the ability to get to the outside. But I see it now, Mark. I see it now, Chris. Bears up by seven, and then all of a sudden they start changing around a little more things than they probably <laughs> would have. Am I right or am I wrong? Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know about that. I, the thing that struck me more so was the offensive line and – uh, it's been such a mix and match throughout the course of this year. And I, I wonder when you hear the, the idea of potential changes there, is it going to be Alex Leatherwood finally getting those full games? We haven't seen him uh, get a start and get the entire, uh, you know, the entire action on offense. He's been ro- rotating so far. It doesn't seem like he's been catching on, which is disappointing because yes, it's a flyer. I get you, you're claiming the guy off waivers, but uh, you know, first round pick in 2021, you owe him for two more years on his deal and you owe him the entire uh, rookie contract for a first round pick. And they haven't really gotten anything out of this guy so far. You want to see a little bit more and potentially maybe he's somebody who takes hold of that spot and he's a starter moving forward. That's not been the case so far. Definitely going to want to see uh, some, some faces out there, especially guys that you're going to end up paying. Uh, Chris, Emma, uh, Nuggets, Tibbets, what do you got for us? Yeah, wide receiver Chase Claypool remains sidelined with a knee injury, suffered that in that game against the Packers. He did finish that game, of course, but has missed the last two, not out there today. Left guard Cody White here was limited after dealing with a knee injury. Return for him, we'll see if he's able to get back out there Sunday. Uh, veteran linebacker Nicholas Moore will be the Bears' honorary captain for Sunday's game. Matt Eberflus pointed to his professionalism this season as part of the recognition. And tight end Cole Komet was recognized today as the Jeff Dickerson Good Guy Award winner. The award comes today on the one-year anniversary of J.D.'s passing. Komet said of the honor, to get an award in his name is really special. And yes, if you're drinking a glass of wine tonight, pour one out and do a toast for J.D. Yeah, yeah, I know absolutely. you guys had a, had a really good relationship, Chris, and, and I know it's been a, t- a tough one for you, uh, but I'm sure you're excited to see the award named after him and for it to go to a guy like Cole Komet, right? Yeah, and I should mention, too, that uh, his parents, uh, George and Sandy, were President Alice Hall. Uh, they got a bit of a tour. They got to kind of check out the facility and meet with some people, uh, including Matt Eberflus and George McCaskey. It looked like they had a nice day on what's a really tough occasion for them, of course, the one-year anniversary. Uh, and they were able to present the award to Cole Komet. Uh, it was a lovely celebration. You said, you said it, game. I mean, J.D. meant so much to us. Uh, I am still wearing my J.D. shirt, as we all were today at Alice Hall on the Bears beat. 
Um, yeah, it's it's a tough day. It's an emotional one, but uh, it was a wonderful salute today. Saw the wristband too. Look good on you, man. I like that color on you, Chris. <laughs> Appreciate hey, that. Thanks for hanging out with us today and giving us your expertise. Take care. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.